Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was, uh, had my head down, and I was uh, thinking of what I wanted to say this morning, but uh, it, it, it kind of, uh, it's kind of be something I've lived for a long time. And, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. So, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was uh, was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up, I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or man, if I could just get this person to hear my idea or man, if just if this person could hear my track or man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know, I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. This is the person for me. This is the person 
that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning, it's to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's this is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain, but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asked you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years, and I counted on people. And, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations, and I got out one a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years, but he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then, man, Lord have mercy, I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in, and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man, the field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out when you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help. It get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throwing a celebration. We 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 gonna we gonna do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no, oh no, everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And I and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now, is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh-uh, no. I hear you saying it, but I'm gonna keep my eye on this situation because I hear you saying it. But I'm going to take this faith of mine, and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most. Because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now, you can make it it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me, or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? See, every person that I had put my faith in, 
when I got in trouble, when I got down, I couldn't find them people. Nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. I didn't see a lifeline. I didn't see a, hey, man, we coming to get you. I didn't see none of that. No, sir. No, sir. The only one that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there. Right there all the way through. I mean, comforting us, consoling us, putting us, putting his arms around us, tucking us under his wings, all of that. All of, it was just him. It was just him. And I'm asking any of you to just do the same. If you look around at the people that you put your faith in and you got in a situation because you had some faith in some people, when you got in that situation, where were those people? Where were they? Nowhere to be found. I have not, I've yet to find those people when I get in trouble. And so I'm asking you, why would you put your faith there when instead you could put your faith in God where it counts the most? And he's always there. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. He will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he, when he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too, you know. I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation, then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to do, who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, listen closely. Get up for the downstroke. Everybody get up. Get up on the downstroke. Mm. Everybody get up. Hey. Everybody get up. Good morning, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up? Little Pimp Jr. Morning, up. Ignorant ass Tommy. <laughs> In the building, baby. All day. That's our show. That's our show. Thank Little y'all for Pimp. joining us. Little See Pimp y'all Jr. tomorrow. Little Pimp Jr. <laughs> LPJ, Little Pimp and Jr. <laughs> I A T I A T I A T Ignorant ass Tommy. That's 
crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a good mood today, Steve, huh? Yep. TD, T, TDS. What's TDS? What's that? that damn Steve. <laughs> Matter of fact, DDS. Let's just go and keep it real proper. Yeah. That damn Steve. Yeah. That okay. damn Steve. Yeah, uh-huh. that damn Steve. <laughs> Yeah, that's, man. That's, that's show how we say it, too. I'm in a good mood because you know why, man? Because, man, hell, I ain't in front of the Congress testifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not on Capitol Hill, huh? Man, yeah, ain't in jail. Good. Well, they wouldn't believe you anyway. They would call you a convicted liar anyway every chance they got. Mm-hmm. Not out on bail. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> hang in there, Cohen. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's not a punk <laughs> now. You know what, man? This country, man, we are so divided. We are so dead set on position, power, and money. I saw it today. I didn't watch the whole testimony because I had things to do. Because it was seven hours yesterday. Yeah, but but, but, but I watched it yesterday what I could. And I came home and watched the news. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing, man, how this country operates the Democrats asked him every question they could about Trump. All every Republican had but one job to call him repeatedly a liar in every kind of way to go. You're a pathological liar. Credit so him. you don't know the truth from a lie. Wait a minute. Okay, cool. But can are you gonna ask him anything about Trump? Nah. No, that's mm. not that was not their not mission. One Steve. Republican asked him anything that would have given him the opportunity to say anything disparaging about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. It was sick to watch. Yeah, it was. Yeah. They, they should have been bad. at the Oscars. The yeah. Best lead yeah. in the drama. Yeah. The they really goes to. The GOP <laughs> and the Oscars goes to. And the winner goes to. Yeah. The GOP. Yeah. There was I mean, no least... searching for the truth Mm-mm. from Mm-mm. them. And what did Cohen have to lose? He's like he said, he repeatedly said, I'm going to jail. I've answered to these accusations. He knows that he, you know, he perjured himself. All right. Coming up at 32 after the hour, uh, we're going to do Ask Steve Part 2. And then we have a, yeah, then we have, get ready, Steve. Then we have a big announcement for our early risers. We're going to talk about the Sand and Soul Festival. All that's coming up. Right Better after get this. Your life right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour in national news, we will talk about Michael Cohen's seven hour plus testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday, where he said that the president lied about hush money payments. Uh, he also talked about the Moscow Project and WikiLeaks and that the president is a con man. Don't worry. <laughs> We're going to talk about all of this, okay? <laughs> but uh, first, Steve, people are ready uh, to plan for their vacation this year. So let's tell our early risers about your huge, huge Sand and Soul Festival extension. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> tell them. Columbus Day weekend. Yes. October what, Shirley? October 10th through the 14th, sir. Say it again, Shirley. October 10th through the 14th, yeah. Listen to me, Sand and Soul Festival kicks Mm -hmm. off now. For early morning riders, in case you've been missing it, I have extended the $99 special. Wow! You can reserve your room (laughs) today, right now, for just $99. Sand and Soul will be at the beautiful Hard Rock Hotel in Punta Cana, 
the Dominican Republic, baby, better known as the DR. Mm-hmm. All inclusive. Your room is included, which comes, all rooms come with jacuzzi baths and balconies. <laughs> Every layer room comes with 24-hour free room service. Yes, Lord. 24-hour food, all food included, all drinks included, 13 swimming pools, 195, I think that he is bald. I've yes, made baby. almost half. <laughs> all of, I think it's, wait a minute, 375 balls. Come on now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is everything. Unlimited uh, 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 credit mm-hmm. at the uh, gift shop. Resort. Mm-hmm. Resort credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spa is really, really gorgeous. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Marjorie loved it. She went there, participated in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was doing spa day. Uh, <laughs> that's how you do it, Steve. Yeah, it's just it a really, really great time, y'all. We had a good time. The if you go online to steveharveysandandsoul.com, everybody, mm-hmm. you can reserve your spot for ninety nine dollars and make payments. Come on and kick it with us, y'all. And yeah. make payments. Yeah, yes. Y'all listen part. to me. Here's the beautiful part. I only have the Hard Rock Hotel. So before we have to open up another hotel, get your reservation so you don't wind up down the street nowhere. Yes. Uh-uh. We want you there with us. Everybody. Yeah. Kicking yes. it. Kicking I've everybody. extended it. I've got the whole hotel this time. They oh, love Steve. the audience. They said, Mr. Harvey, we will give you the entire hotel. Your audience is the type of people that we want to have on our property. Oh, I yes. could not be more proud of the way my people were at that event. Classy, mm-hmm. fun, no stress. Grown we had a sexy. great time. Mm-hmm. It was sexy. Mm-hmm. It was grown up. And it was always something to do. I looked at some of the pictures because, you know, I can't go to all the events, right? Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I got things to do, you know, like golf. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I'm over. That's top priority. Yeah. Major priority for me. Golf course was nice. But I looked at, man, it was phone parties in the pool. It was, oh, we had yeah. We hosted that. Yeah, yeah. we hosted yeah. phone yeah. parties. We doing? had so much fun. I had everything. Yes. All these people, where did phone come from? <laughs> it was fun. I <laughs> saw, I was going, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, man, there was a lot going on, mm-hmm. man. So we've extended it to... Uh, Till tomorrow, Friday at midnight. Friday at midnight? Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to go have a good time? Santa Soul Festival was out of sight. We got great entertainment. You're going to meet the morning crew. Uh, I'm doing a couple of motivational speeches there to help you uh, learn the principles of success, get the right mindset. Other than that. <laughs> then what I, are we going to be I, doing I, other I, than I, that? I'm straight really chill. Yes. teach you nothing. <laughs> I don't give a damn if you learn how to tie scarves. We ain't doing nothing. This ain't no On the beach? We ain't in here skeet shooting yeah. or none of that. Hang on, man. Take your ass down to that <laughs> casino. Do yourself some gambling. Try to win yourself some money. That one I'm going to be doing. Yeah, we got entertainment, yeah, comedy, comedy all music, day. all everything. $99, y'all. Come on, sell this thing out so we can have a good time. Oh, with yeah. each other at the Hard Rock, Co- Hard Rock Casino. That's right. $99 special till tomorrow, Friday at midnight, October 10th through the 14th. Man, so we go to talked all the way through the ass, Go to SteveHarveySandAndSoul.com no. <laughs> to reserve your spot right now. Oh. All right, now Ready? it's time to play part two of oh, Ask okay, Steve. Yeah, part man. one was yesterday. Yes, yeah, just. I got scared. No, we got you. We got right, you. Man. 
All right, come on, Carla. You asked the first question. Let's go. All right, Steve. What was your last dream you remember? Really? My last, like, like dream, dream of what sleep? I wanted to be? No, just your dream when you went to sleep. Well, you oh, went to dream. sleep. Sleeping Everything ain't got to be deep. Don't overthink it. Let's no, go. No, hell no, dream. No, last <laughs> dream. dream. When you go to sleep, night, night, night. Your dream. Oh, I had, was last, was last night. Okay, okay. And I, I, I got up in the middle of it because I'm grown, but I dreamed I was uh, urinating outside. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Got to get up. I got up right away because back when I was up. little, I didn't get up. Okay, I'll take you right. Go ahead and overthink it. Go ahead and overthink it. Yeah, I caught <laughs> no, myself. That's good. Too, that's good. I caught myself. That was pretty good. All right, come on, Tommy. All right, I got one. I got mm. one. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what annoys Steve Harvey? Mm. What really annoys me yeah. is people who don't know what they're talking about with steady commenting on it. <laughs> I can't stand that, man. Uh-huh. If, if, that especially okay. towards me. If you don't know me, man. <laughs> well, we knew that. Man, get your ass on somewhere. <laughs> All right. Fix your damn life. <laughs> Quit trying to destroy mine. And the effort you put into destroy mine, uh-huh. you can spend that time fixing yours. You yeah. might have some. I could see how that would be annoying oh, and get on your it's, nerves. It gets okay. on your last damn nerves. Okay, in our last 30 seconds, <laughs> Junior, ask him a quick question. Who was the last person to text you up? Uh, let me see. Hurry. What the hell I got to do is look on my phone. Yeah. My daughter. Oh, okay. Ah! This morning. Too. All right. We got to go. Thank you, Steve. She wanted something. <laughs> Coming up next, <laughs> it is the nephew and Run That Prank Back. Run That Prank Back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, in entertainment news, Marlon and Jackie Jackson. Uh, They're going to talk to Gail King, or they did talk to Gail King, about the controversial Leaving Neverland documentary. Plus, in national news, President's former lawyer Michael Cohen's public testimony yesterday. Cohen said the president is a con man, a cheat, and he lied about hush money and knew about stolen emails. We'll get Mm. into that. But right Mm. now, the nephew is here, so we can get into that run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Side job cleaning. Yeah. (laughs) Let's run Uh it right now. Side job cleaning. (laughs) Pass the (laughs) weed. Hardware store, this is Robbie. How can I help you? Uh, uh, Robbie, I'm trying to uh, get a uh, order in for some construction uh, supplies I need to pick up. That's fine. What's your your company? Uh, uh, Roofing company. Roofing company, okay. Have we have we done business with you before? No, no, you haven't. This is my first time calling. I heard you guys were pretty good. Uh, appreciate the compliment. Okay. I, I, now, listen, uh, I need to get this as soon as possible, man. Can I possibly pick up these supplies, like, in the next couple of hours? Uh, well, you know, normally it don't work that fast. It's kind of a quick turnaround. we got a little bit of a backup, but I can I can do my best. It just uh, depends on what you need. Okay, here, here's what I need, man. I need five rolls of duct tape. Okay, that's no problem. That's quick. Okay, I need plastic, man. Listen, if if you was going to wrap up something in plastic that's like about uh, six foot two in height and 200 pounds, how much plastic do you think I would need to wrap to wrap that up in? Okay, just, just a second. You're, you're asking for plastic, like a roll of plastic? Uh, yeah, but I'm t- I need to wrap up something that's six foot two and like 210 pounds. Uh, I probably would get about three yards, four yards of plastic. 
Okay, okay. I need to get that. Now let me ask you this here: if if, if you was gonna try to uh, put some cement on that to hold it down, how much cement do you think will hold that down? I'm, I'm a little confused. You, you're running a roofing company, right? Yeah, I'm a roofing company, but I'm doing a little side work for some friends of mine. Oh, okay, okay. I just got a little confused because you told me this is Tyler's roofing company. No problem, no problem. We got cement. Wait a minute, you're 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 trying to hold something down? Trying to I'm, I'm trying to hold something down. So how many bags of cement do you think I need to hold out something that's 220 pounds? Wow, uh, I don't know, eight bags? Eight bags, eight bags. Eight bags, I would recommend at least. Okay, okay, give me eight bags of cement. Now, uh, this is something else I want to ask you. Do you have anything, any type of cleaner, man, that can get uh, that can get blood, I mean, uh, paint off the floor? Yeah, we got industrial cleaners. I mean, we got all kinds of industrial cleaners. That, wait, wait, you said paint? Is it paint or blood? Uh, 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 paint, paint. Paint. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've got industrial cleaners of all kinds. I mean, do you have a preference? No, just whatever you could throw in there. I need that. Now, let me ask you this here. Do, do you have anything that can, like, just kill a smell? You know what I'm saying? If, if you know, if you don't want something to smell, you got anything for that? Wait a minute. Did something, did something, did something die in your place? Is this, is this some, somebody, did you, did, like, is there an animal or something you found? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of confused. You're talking about smell and cleaning up. Did you find some sort of... Animal on a construction site? Hey, 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 Robbie, listen, man, just take the order. That's all I need you to do, okay? Okay, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't asking your business. I just was a little concerned. What are we getting, what are we cleaning up, and what are we, I mean, I guess, the, are we cleaning up a tile floor? Are we cleaning up carpet? I mean, what's the what's the cleaner for? What's the, what, where's the odor? Okay, sir, all I'm asking you is do you have something strong enough? Like, do you think ammonia can, can keep a smell down? What do I need to keep a smell down? You're definitely going to need ammonia. I mean, you, you got to get something to just scrub that right down. Because I mean, whatever that scent is, if it's in your, if it's in the walls, if it's, you got fabrics in that place, I mean, whatever, wherever you got it, you're probably going to have to have a different type of deodorizer, something for the carpet, something for the walls. I mean, I don't, I, I guess, I guess I'm just kind of confused as to as to where the scent's coming from. And, and right, I, I, don't worry about all that, man. Hey, man, listen, just just write down what the order is, okay? I got it. You, I got the five rolls of duct tape. I got the the, the four yards of plastic. I got the eight bags of cement. I got the industrial cleaner. I got the ammonia. I'm I'm I'm, I'm typing it all in. I got I've got your order. Okay, let me ask you this here, man. Do y'all have uh, uh, any type of machete? Anything that's real sharp that can what, cut? What? Okay, okay, hold on a second. Now now you're completely off base. You do realize you call the hardware store, right? I'm, I'm calling the hardware store because I need some supplies, man. I'm doing some job yeah. on the side. And I need some supplies. Hey, I get that. You t- you said that already, but what I'm confused about is now you're asking for a weapon. What 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 would you use a machete for? I mean, you're you're talking about uh, uh, what? You, you're going to chop down some 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 brush? I don't I don't I don't get it. What, what's the machete for? Hey man, listen, listen. Your job is to take the order, man. That's your job, Robbie. Don't tell me what my job is. I know what my job is. This is my store, man. Okay, I've been working here a lot longer than you even can imagine. And people don't call up asking for ammonia and, and cleaner and, and, and try to get a smell out. I mean, what? I just, I'm trying to figure out how best to help you. I'm sorry, no, but I'm just trying be, to figure what out. What you're doing, Robbie, is you're being nosy. You're being nosy. All you got to do is fill the order and have it, have it done in two hours when I get there. That's all you got to do. I can't do that in two hours. I, I, I can't even. I, I, I'm a little backed up at this point. I, I'm not even sure I can get this done. Maybe tomorrow morning. How, does tomorrow morning work for you? No, oh, man. I got to get rid of this body. I got to get rid of this package today. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to call. Listen, I need to call the police, man. You just said body. That right there, that's the problem. White people always want to call the police when it ain't got nothing to do with them. Listen, all you need to do is fill the order. Okay, okay. <laughs> You're, listen, 
I need to tell you something, okay? And I don't know if you, if you found a body. I don't know if you're responsible for the body. Either way, I don't want to be any part of this business, okay? I don't know what you're planning or where you're trying to bury this thing, but you're basically asking me to be an accomplice to something that's none of my business. Hey, I need your name right now, okay? What I'm, not, I'm not giving you my name. You said you called roofing. Hey, hey, listen to me. You said you called from roofing company. Are you I'm not, I'm not Hey, man, let me tell you something. Why you white folks always trying to be authoritative like that? Why you always whoa, whoa, whoa. acting like white that? White folks? What the is your problem? It's not about white folks. It's not about purple, green, black, blue. What the It's not about white. It's about you asking for That sounds like you're trying to bury your body. Okay, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Are you Because you're not What is your name? I need your name. I need your name right now. Hey, man, well, first of all, you at work. You're not, you, can't, you ain't supposed to be talking to me like this. I don't care if I'm swearing at work. My, co- my, 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 my co-workers, the people here, they all know who I am. And they know if I was talking to someone, some piece of you, that I'd be talking like this too, okay? I'm going to trace this call. You hear me? I'm going to trace this call. I'm going to get the cops on your ass and figure out who the you are. Okay, okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Since you want to know who I am, do you know Marcus? I know Marcus. I know, I know Marcus. He works here. Okay. I know him. Okay, Marcus is who got me to call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Robbie, you just got pranked by your co-worker, Marcus. <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Son of Marcus, Marcus, I see you over there. I see you, little <laughs> I can't believe that. You son of a Marcus. Why don't you tell me this? Harvey Morning got show. you, baby. Hey, I got to ask you, Robert, you got to tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> That's easy. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Bye, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye, like job too much. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Always. Bye, job yeah. cleaning. Uh-huh. All right, oh, listen, goodness. we're moving on from that. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. Marlon and Jackie Jackson respond to the Leaving Neverland documentary. And in national news, Michael Cohen's testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday. All that coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Marlon and Jackie Jackson spoke with Gail King on CBS this morning and uh, responded to the controversial Leaving Neverland documentary. Both Marlon and Jackie Jackson stressed that Michael had only good intentions when he had young boys share his bed. Marlon says the public drew the wrong conclusions from Michael having children sleep over at Neverland. Take a listen. But when you phrase that, you know, sharing his bed... Young kids having they have sleep up camp out and just you know his everybody just lay in the bed and his fall asleep. His kids were there, Taj and were little at the time, and they all fall asleep in the bed and watching movies. And so you can twist it saying sharing his bed, with, but yes, but it makes you think something else. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I think this documentary, man, is really just a disgrace to discredit this guy. They waited all these years. Them people could have came forward before. But it would have had they would have had to prove and 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 show documentation and stuff like that. I knew him really really well, man. Yeah, you did. That's not what that man was about. But the, this guy, the one, um, the Robson guy, he said before that Michael did nothing to him, and now in this leaving, yeah, he changed one of the it. accusers, yeah, Wade of, Robson. Yeah, Wade mm. Robson, yeah, that's his name. I knew the last name, but yeah. At first, initially, he uh, said Michael didn't do anything. Are you and talking he, about the one whose father was a dentist? No, not him. Okay, because he can, he discredited all of it. Yeah. 
he came out and discredited and said he was sorry and apologized. Wow. That was a thing going on. Now they come out with this documentary trying to make some money. Yeah. After this man done passed, this right here, they they trumping up charges on this one, man. All right, let's is... let's hear what uh, Jackie Jackson said, Steve. He said that Michael had the right intentions when he had kids stay over at Neverland. Check it out. When we grew up coming up, traveling on the road, we was older. Marlon and Michael was much younger. They never had a regular childhood life. Michael always had been a kid at heart, always. He loved Disneyland. He loved those. So he tried to create that world himself. He loved that world. He loved making kids happy. Okay. <laughs> These are his brothers. Look, man, right? I can attest to that. I've been, he invited me down to uh, watch him shoot uh, the Rock My World video. I remember that, Steve. Mm-hmm. And man, his whole trailer was Disney yeah. with his kids. I remember. I sat on the mushroom stool in Detroit. <laughs> you. I'm my big ass sitting up on this mushroom stool. And them two, two little kids walk ran through. And I, I, Mike, who are these little kids in here? Dressed like Hansel oh, and Gretel. Uh-huh. What, is, what is happening? Harrison, <laughs> yeah. uh, Prince yeah. Michael. That's how he laughed at yeah. you, see? Yeah. Those are my children. <laughs> I said, man, I'm sorry. I haven't seen them in a while. <laughs> two of the two little white kids. No, nah, man, I said, dressed I, I, like I said hey, man, who are these little white kids keep running through here dressed like Hansel and Gretel? Yeah, you're so crazy. I remember that, Steve. No, man, I've seen this dude, man. I've watched I, this guy, man. I, I I, went to, when I when I took him to church. Oh, uh, yeah, fame at fame. Down there at uh, uh, Chip Mary's church. Uh, fame. Uh, and I went to pick him up. He had bought out the top floor of a hotel. The whole suite was turned into ducks and swans on the wall. All this here, because he was tired of driving from, uh, from a Neverland. Yeah. I, I've been around the guy, man. I'm telling you, man, it's one of the most brilliant, kind-heartedest guys in the world, man. People took that, his love of kids the wrong way, you know. That's, that's all that's it was. That's what his brothers yeah. are saying. Yeah, and, and oh, Oprah, man, Steve, is going to uh, interview his accusers, Michael's accusers, Wade Robson and uh, James Safechuck, on her uh, own wow. network immediately after Monday wow. night's conclusion of the documentary, wow. Leaving Neverland. All right, so now it's time. We're going to move on, Steve. Time for headlines now. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, guys. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, it's over. President Trump and North Korea's Kim Jong-un really got into their negotiations on denuclearization yesterday. At one point, the North Korean leader supposedly expressing optimism about the summit's outcome. But by the end of the day, the White House announced no agreement had been made. The president said, well, sometimes you have to walk away. Meanwhile, President Trump's longtime lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, was on Capitol Hill testifying before the House Oversight and Reform Committee yesterday. Cohen accused the president of engaging in an expansive pattern of lies and criminality. He said that uh, Trump lied to the public about business interests in Russia, about stolen Democratic emails, and he told California Representative Jackie Spire that he was instructed to lie and also threaten people a lot. How many times did... Mr. Trump asked you to threaten an individual or entity on his behalf. Quite a few times. 50 times? More. 100 times? More. 200 times? More. 500 times? Probably. Over the, over the 10 years? Over the 10 years. And when you say threaten, I'm talking with litigation or an argument with um, a, a nasty reporter that has, is writing an article. About Mr. Trump, Michael Cohen said, quote, he is a racist. He is a con man. He is a cheat. 
Michael Cohen's pled guilty to lying under oath to Congress. He says he did so to protect the president, but he says, quote, I am not protecting Mr. Trump anymore. When asked about direct collusion, though, between uh, the Trump campaign and Russia for the uh, campaign against uh, Hillary Clinton, he said he didn't have any evidence of it. Cohen's to appear before the House Intelligence Committee later on today, but that one's going to be a closed-door hearing. The newly democratically controlled House of Representatives voted yesterday to require background checks on all firearm sales and transfers, including those online and at gun shows. And the House also expected to consider a measure that would extend the review period for background checks from three to 10 years. However, neither new gun measure is expected to be approved by either the Senate, which is controlled by Republicans, or the Republican president, Mr. Trump. Here's another story from the state that brought you Stand Your Ground and George Zimmerman. This time, Lakeland, Florida cops arrested an 11-year-old little black boy who argued with a substitute teacher who tried to make him recite the Pledge of Allegiance. The sixth grader said he wouldn't because he said both the flag and the Pledge of Allegiance were racist. However, Anna Alvarez wouldn't let up. She called the police who took the child to a juvenile detention center. School officials suspended the child for three days. Again, this child's 11 years old. His mother is demanding that the charges against his son be dropped. It turns out that the substitute, Anna Alvarez, was wrong. A spokesperson for the school district says students are not required to participate in the pledge. In fact, the Supreme Court ruled in 1943 that kids didn't have to do it. She doesn't teach for that district anymore. This is Ann Tripp. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael Cohen's testimony in front of the House Oversight Committee was full of drama. Cohen repeatedly accused President Trump of being a con man. He accused him of being a cheat. And he said he lied about hush money and knew about stolen emails. Uh, Cohen also went into significant detail about how he handled payoffs for Trump's alleged affairs with Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Cohen had receipts in which Mr. Trump signed a $35,000 check for hush money reimbursement. And uh, he also suggested that negotiations for a Trump property in Russia extended well into the 2016 campaign and even after Trump became president. So why did Michael Cohen lie to Congress before? Take a listen. The lies that I told to Congress benefited Mr. Trump. It was in furtherance of my protection of Mr. Trump. And I am not protecting Mr. Trump anymore. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. now he's telling he's the truth. Drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to prison. Makes yeah. sense. It does. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, Michael Cohen said his loyal- loyalty to the president cost him everything. He's been disbarred. Uh, he's family. going to jail. Lost yeah. it all. Yeah. You know, yeah. his family's been threatened, he said. He said he can't even walk out in public with his family now. His family has to walk ahead of him. I mean, just his life has been turned upside right. down. I mean, you know, yeah, he committed a crime for sure. You know, look, all of these mm-hmm. uh, Republicans that's steady trying to discredit him and call him a liar. These are the same people, the exact same body Senate hearings that interviewed mobsters who had committed far worse crimes than Michael Cohen, who had murdered people, uh, kidnapped people mutilated people and they took their word to get at the bigger fish slash kind crime boss they took like all they words. you mean uh-huh. the informants yeah oh yeah because that's how you bring down yeah. the bigger fish with informants you you right. make drug boys flip so you can get to the cartel members right that's right. how it's done yeah yeah now yeah. all of a sudden they don't want to hear from you because you told some lies about your personal finances and stuff. 
Hey, man, if somebody came to me and said, Steve, you finna go to jail, did you take the money? Hell no, I ain't take no money. Right. That's the first lie I'm finna tell. And not only that, Steve, <laughs> Michael Cohen has known the president for t- over 10 years. These How people, could all these yeah. people be going to jail around the president and he don't know a damn thing? Right. Right. Everybody he right. brought up there is in jail. Right. That's what makes so sure. Yeah, that. all work for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Get out of here. Coming up at 34 after the hour, guys. More on politics and uh, Michael Cohen's testimony right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael Cohen, the president's former personal lawyer, testified before the House Oversight Committee on Capitol Hill. He's been convicted for previously lying to Congress as part of an investigation into Russia's alleged involvement in the 2016 election. Republicans have repeatedly questioned Cohen's credibility and suggested his only reason for agreeing to testify is to help himself. Michael Cohen warned the GOP slash Republicans not to protect the president. Take a listen. I did the same thing that you're doing now for 10 years. Mm -hmm. I protected Mr. Trump for 10 years. And I can only warn people, the more people that follow Mr. Trump, as I did blindly, are going to suffer the same consequences that I'm suffering. And when Mr. Trump turned around early in the campaign and said, I can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it, I want to be very clear. He's not joking. He's telling you the truth. You see, you don't know him. I do. I sat next to this man for 10 years, and I watched his back. Everybody's job at the Trump Organization is to protect Mr. Trump. Every day, most of us knew we were coming in and we were going to lie for him on something. And that became the norm. And that's exactly what's happening right now in in this country. And it's exactly what's happening here in government, sir. Wow. Boom! Okay. I didn't get to watch none of this right here. Oh, it was so good. It was was so good. Yeah. yeah, I mm-hmm. believe everything he said. Everything, because why would he lie now? He has nothing to lose. Yes, nothing. he's already going to prison. God, <laughs> I wish Trump had to sit in there while all this was going on. Oh, you know he planned to be out of the man. country now. Hey, man, I'm telling you, this <laughs> guy, if you don't think that all of this is orchestrated, if you don't think his team, they knew for a month that this was his testimonial thing. Yeah, yeah, Steve, right. They put this summit together within the last 30 days. <laughs> How Come convenient. On, yeah. Let's go over here and try to do something good to distract from his testimony. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that they're, they're, that they're that cunning, you don't understand how these people are who have money, man. And, and I'm telling you, man, Jesus. And Steve, you're so right. I I was kind of mad at the Democrats though because I just didn't feel like they were going for the jugular, like they just being dirty. Yeah, I just yeah. you know because go it's for like, it. Yeah, it's a fight. I mean, this is a fight. Let's go. Let's let's mm. meet the Republicans. We don't want to hit them the too same, hard now. Let's yeah, be nice. Aggression, you know. Right. But they yeah. were trying to get information. They the Republicans really were. were emotional and just kept trying to defend the president. And I yeah. think that's why Michael Cohen said what he said. Okay, you see where your loyalty gonna get right. you. Just right. gonna keep riding with him. Right. Let's see what happens. He, Cohen didn't Cohen say he would take a bullet for the president? Mm-hmm. Mm. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's loyal. Wow, Steve. Oh, that's ride or die. Right, man, let me that's tell you ride something. or die right yeah, that there. No that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. 
It's, uh, my family, I'm taking bullets for. My family. Oh, Tommy. You're, you're his nephew. You better, you better take that bullet. <laughs> but that's loyalty, though. I mean, he's, that's loyalty right there. And, but he and lost the, everything because of his loyalty yeah. to this man. And, the, and who didn't show him the same loyalty, who abandoned him. They better him. take heed to what he's saying, yeah, though. They better they, listen, yeah. man. And Cohen is due to report to prison in May for his three-year prison sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and he knows I, he's I got to face it. I mean, I've seen it, it all to yeah, yesterday. And I thought he was really concerned about his family. I, I really felt that he I believe was that. very much concerned about be. his family. Well, I think so. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. he's playing with that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. His Absolutely wife and his is. kids. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I could, you know, some people said he wasn't remorseful. I saw remorse. Yeah. I did, mm-hmm. you know. All he right. He was crying at the end. Yeah, no, he, he was. was. He's, he's yeah, a, he was you know, crying. man, yeah. I know you probably, I don't know how people going to tell I like to do yeah. I like yeah. to do. I know how he can get in that position. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Doing his job, staying loyal. You know, man, they play that game. The money game is like that, man. Don't them boys in that big money. Brutal. Especially that what he doing. Mm-hmm. Cause he getting his money. The, the art of the deal. Read that book, man. Hook crook steel. He don't care how he get it. Right. It's not a moral guy. It's not a moral guy at all. All right, we got to go, Steve. Up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. My fiancé is jealous of my bromance. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Neff? Happening all over the uh, country, Shirley. It's happening. We got to get some control on it, all right? This right here Uh is cough control. Cough control. Cough control. (laughs) Like cough? That. Yes, that. What? All day at work, that. They sick. (laughs) Then you shouldn't be there. Cough control. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Carla, please. Yeah, speaking. Hi, Carla. It's Herschel James over in Human Resources. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing today? Not bad. Uh, what is this okay. call about? I'm sorry? What is this call about? Well, I got a, a complaint that's been sent to us that we want to try to address and see if we can handle this in a in an orderly fashion. You've been over in the uh, client services department for, what, last three, four years now? Almost five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some complaints, Carla, about you. Uh, I don't know if you're sick. But you're you seem to be coughing quite a bit, and there's people on that floor that are starting to uh, complain about it. Is, is, do we need to like give you some time off? Tell me what's what? going on with you. Oh no 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 no! There must be a mistake. I mean, I had a cold for a couple of days. That's okay. it. Yeah, I, I right. can't I can't imagine. Have, have, have you had a uh, extensive cough that's been going on longer than a week or two? Have you been coughing a lot? I, I don't, I don't, I don't count when I how many times I cough. I'm, you know, I, I still, I don't, I don't really understand. There were well, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you what we're gonna do because I, you know, you've been with us a long time, and and we understand that you know the weather has been bananas, and uh, we, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's accommodated. Now, we what we've come up with just to try to um, accommodate everybody, we're gonna move you right now. I know you're on the fourth floor. So we're going to move you to the seventh floor no. in the next in the next couple of weeks. Where and you know, there's that's kind of where 
um, it's kind of like a uh, an area where there's more coughing people up oh, there. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 That that won't be necessary. I'm I'm feeling much better. I've been at the same spot the entire time I've been with the company. I don't need to be moved to the seventh floor. I don't need to be moved for any health reasons. I'm doing fine. I'm good. You don't have to worry about oh, that. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Let's slow down a minute, Carla. Um, I, and I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I know what you don't want to be moved because you've been there and you're probably comfortable where you are. But um, they're asking that you wear one of the, uh, you know, surgical masks for two weeks until we get you up to the uh, to the next. No, floor. wait. You got you. You guys can't just move me. How, how are you gonna How are you gonna just move me without asking me my side of the story? Well, you're coughing I mean, out of control. You know, you got. Well, listen to me. You got, you know, there's people, and I, I'm sure they're probably who's complaining about me. Who? I, I, well, it must be the people that are actually right around you. I'm, I'm hearing she's spreading germs. Or they think you have the flu. There's some people are saying it's disgusting. You keep no, coughing and coughing. Not, even if it was the flu, which it was not, that doesn't last for months. Like I'm good. I'm all set. I had a little cold, but not enough to okay. be moving me. Okay, well, let me tell you what it's doing. It's it's creating a, a, a real hostile environment is what it's doing. Hostile? And, no one said anything except maybe a God bless you once that when I sneeze. I don't understand why anyone would take this human resources. And you I, said, I you, said you guys want me to wear a mask? You got, we're going to need, well, as, oh. as of tomorrow, starting tomorrow, tomorrow. You'll have we'll, it'll be, we'll have that at your cubicle tomorrow. No, okay? no, no, that's not... You guys, you guys can't just have me wearing a, a, a mask the night before. It, I've never seen anyone wear a mask It's a surgical mask. You'll wear that for sick. two weeks until I until I can get you upstairs to where that's the coughing floor. We'll have you up there where people the are coughing, coughing and nobody's going to be complaining about you. That doesn't sound very hygienic to me. You're going to put well, it's not, it's, but it's people. not hygienic of what's going on on your floor. No. You're coughing yeah, and the well, people are complaining. Right let me tell you something right now. I'm going to uh, appeal this decision. I'm not going to no seventh floor. I'm not wearing a mask. I feel good. If you guys want some health records, I can provide that for you. But y'all ain't going to have me moving and acting and looking crazy just because somebody said they don't like that I cough. We all cough in the winter. Okay, Carla, let, let, let's 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 slow down. Okay, I want to try you to help are, you as much as you I, are, I want to help. You want me to slow down, but you're the one talking about moving me, making me wear a mask on in the in the morning. Like that's not right. None of that's right. Okay, Carla, if you can't put the mask on tomorrow, I'm going to have to ask you to not come in tomorrow. Now that decision is up to you. No, that decision's not up to me because I want to appeal the decision. Who you? Who else can I talk to? Because this, this is this conversation is not. This isn't. We'll okay? have this, this meeting next crazy. week. I will let you know when it is, but you can't come in until we have the meeting at this point. No. Okay? Oh, so am I going to get paid days off? You're not getting paid days off. You no. you can come. No, out. You don't I, I, wear I the can't surgical. talk to you anymore. You're you not have to wear the sense. surgical mask. You're not Charlie. making any sense. I can't talk to you. All right, you're gonna piss me off. This is not right. None of this shit sounds legal right now. I need to talk to somebody else because because I can't right now. Do you want to wear the surgical? Will no, you I'm wear not the wearing surgical the tomorrow. Surgical that is the I way I can allow you to work tomorrow. No, I'm not wearing the mask. Stop talking to me about a mask. I'm not sick. What I'll do tomorrow is I'm gonna go talk to a damn lawyer and my doctor and give y'all give y'all something else to think about. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. I will schedule you a, a meeting at 11 o'clock. It looks like we have something available of Wednesday of next week. 
No, 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 no problem. Listen, you keep your damn meeting. You're, the meeting we'll have is with the lawyer because I'm sure this is civil rights, a violation or something. You can't do this. Okay. Would you like our lawyer to call your lawyer? I, I'm, I'm getting off the phone with you. I need to go get some legal advice. I, I can't be doing this with you right now. Okay, well, before you go, before you go, now, would you like to know who's complaining about you? Yeah, a matter of fact, I would like to know. Oh, I want to know exactly who the f is complaining about me. Okay. Tommy is the one that's saying that you're coughing who? all over the place. You don't put your hand over who? your mouth. I, I, you... I can't hear you. Who do you say? Tommy. There's no Tommy on my floor. I, you have the wrong person. Like, no, I don't. That's not Tommy, me. There's no Tommy, Tommy on my floor. Is, no Tommy ever complained it's about you. Tommy is a 100% that it's you. That doesn't make any sense because there is no Tommy on my floor. I don't even know a Tommy. Do you know a nephew, Tommy, from Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> oh, my God. Carla, you just got pranked by your co-worker, DeVita, baby. Oh DeVita just... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sitting here having hot flashes, stressed out about the fry and looking on the Internet for a lawyer. <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm mad at you. Why'd you got to take it that far, though? You, you went so far. <laughs> oh. now, you got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Listen, it's the Steve Harvey morning show. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got a couple people on this show that need a, a mask over their mouth, you know, with some cough control. It's a few of y'all on here. Oh. I'm not finna say that because we got to work together. But, but you know, we got some we got some people need to be on the cough control. We really well, just do. say it. Yeah, I don't want to say it. I don't want to start nothing. <laughs> but you said that Oh, much. king of pranks. You're going to prank somebody about it. <laughs> Have you had it on the plane where the person next oh, to you just, man. Yeah, just a, don't stop? I hit my yeah. flight attendant button. Get him. <laughs> what they going to do, Junior? I don't know, but he can't be here. <laughs> you well, you're in the middle, you messed up. Man. Ain't no way you can go. Ooh, the middle tough. <laughs> it's jumping off tonight. The nephew is at the Arlington Improv tonight. All the only tickets left. Friday night, two shows. Saturday night, two shows. Those are gone. The nephew is in the building tonight. Tickets on sale right now. Arlington Improv, right outside of Dallas. All right, thank yeah. you, Neff. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it will be the strawberry letter. Subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bro-mance. My fiance is jealous of my bromance. Don't hear that bromance. word a lot, bromance, uh, but we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need some advice on your dating situation, your relationships, some sex, uh, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. And they're always fun to read. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, sir. Subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bromance. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been engaged to my fiancé for a year, and I love her dearly. 
When we met, I had a lot of female friends and I let those friendships die down a bit out of respect for her. I remained really close with my best friend though. He and I have been friends since we were 11 years old and we've been through a lot together. He lives in a different state, so we talk and text a lot. But now, that's a big problem for my fiancé. She listens to our conversations when he calls. She goes through my phone and reads our text messages. And it's getting to be too much. We don't have passcodes on our phone, so the other day she read texts between my best friend and I, and uh, he said that he loved me. I texted back, love you too, bro, because he was going through a little situation at work. She commented on that, but I, I laughed it off and told her to put my phone down. Then he sent me a birthday card and she read it and commented that she had never seen a man send another man a birthday card. I couldn't take it anymore and I went off. I told her it was completely normal to have a bromance in a brotherly type of way with a best friend. She was not trying to hear it and she demanded that I end the friendship with him. She also does not want him in our wedding as my best man. To avoid conflict with her, I haven't really addressed the situation yet. She does not trust me at all, and I cannot start a marriage off like this. She might have to um, worry about me having a best... She might not have to worry about me having a best man at this point. What can I do to get this woman to stop insulting me and let her know that making demands on me is not cool? Please help. Wow. wow. I was there to the yeah. birthday card. I was yeah. the birthday card. Well, <laughs> oh, there I go coughing. Well, she's got <laughs> issues. <laughs> she's got issues, okay? That's how I see it. And please know that if she's this possessive now, it's going to only get worse when you guys get married. This is who she is. I mean, I don't think... I'm just going to say it. I don't think you two are ready for marriage just yet because where is the trust? You mentioned it. She doesn't trust you. Where is it? I mean, she doesn't like you talking to him. She doesn't like you guys texting each other. He lives in another state. She ear hustles when you're on the phone. Uh, she's judging your friendship or, as you call it, a bromance. Um, uh, and now she's trying to stop him or she's demanded that he not uh, be your best man in your wedding. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know a lot of guys who send each other birthday cards, but I do know guys who wish each, wish each, wish each other happy birthday. Uh, so I don't see anything wrong with this. She can't demand he not be your best man. That's not her call. It's yours. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but you guys have been best friends since you were 11 years old. He probably is like a brother to you. And, uh... A brother to whom you can say, I love you too, bruh. I, I think you guys, you and your fiancé, need to get in some sort of marriage counseling, ASAP. Because if you don't and go ahead and, and tie the knot and, and, and get married, I don't think this situation is going to work, work. Because she clearly has a problem with your BFF. Clearly mm. she does. Steve? No, this is a huge disaster that I'm reading right here. Uh, this is really, really bad. And, I mean, it's bad on so many levels. Uh, first of all, we're not talking about a female friend. Right. We're talking about a guy friend. Now, she was obviously, she's the jealous type to begin with. So the man ended all his female relationships, let him die down. He got rid of all the females. Mm -hmm. But he done had this boy in his life, his partner, since they was 11. 
and they done been through a lot together. He live in a different state, so we talk and text a lot. He out of state. Right. Damn. So they talk <laughs> and text a lot, and that's a big problem for the fiance. She listen in on the phone call. She go through your phone, read the text. We don't have passcodes on the phone. So the other day she read a text between me and my best friend, and he said that he loved me. I text, I love you too, bro. The other day, I told Ricky Spade I loved him. In a text, dog, I've been knowing this dude. We was lying, brothers. We played together. Dog, I do love him. Dog, me and this dude was up in some real situations. So then I got some friends that we've been friends with since we uh four years old. Mm-hmm. We text each other. We 60-year-old dudes. Manny 63. Everybody else is 62. We all the same age. We grew, we've been friends. Manny and Rick grew up in Pampas together. They, they've been on the block since they was babies. We moved there. The rest of us got in at about four. Mm-hmm. We've been knowing each other 58 years. Them my dudes. We text all the time. We, can, we don't text every day, but we text all the time. Them brothers call me and tell me, I love you, man. I hear what they saying about you. Don't worry about that. We know the truth. We love you, dog. You need us to roll out there, let us know. That's what I be getting. Mm-hmm. They love me and I love them. It's nothing wrong with that. Now, she commented. She commented on that, but you laughed it off, told her to put my phone down. Then he sent me a birthday card and commented she'd never seen a man send another man a birthday card. Well, I ain't send nobody no damn card. Right. But we group text each other on everybody's birthday because when you grow up together, the first one to become a teenager, man, he came for a day. The first one to hit 16, he came for a day. The first one to hit 18, oh, Lord. We've been in this contest our whole life. First one to hit 21. Then after we 25, then we stopped after that because, hell, ain't no more markers. (laughs) So I don't understand. But we do send those little... Those little e birthday cards that explode yeah. when you open it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. cute, Steve. Look Damn, at you. you know, little dude, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't send it, Shirley. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to do that. But it's cute. When I hit a text and explode, like my boy Butch, now he know how to send that. It explode. We be joking with him. Hey, man, you texting too damn like a little girl. Now you explode balloons and stuff. And we laugh, mm-hmm. but we all want that. now she got a problem with that Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna tell you the real problem when we come back she don't want this dude to be the best man at the wedding oh lord when we come back (laughs) we now have a major problem okay all right okay All right, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Steve, subject, my fiancé is jealous of my bromance. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Uh, My fiancé is jealous of my bromance is the subject. Let's go. Let me swallow this water first, Shirley. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Now... Now, <laughs> this show is so real. This is this, reality radio right here. <laughs> this lady is jealous mm-hmm. of her fiance's relationship with his boy. Well, she overly jealous, though, man. She don't like y'all talking. She don't like y'all texting. She reads y'all texting. 
the dude live out of town. Damn. Yeah. This ain't a girl. Now, if you question whether the man gay or not, then just you that's what you're really trying to say. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it is. Now that ain't what the man's saying, but damn lady, you up on him like like it's just like you if you convinced about that and you don't want to marry a gay dude, then why you marrying him? Just go on where you going. If that's what you think he is. But he's telling you in so many words he ain't. Now this ain't about gay or not gay. I'm just throwing out the other obvious option that I see in this damn letter. Mm-hmm. But this woman crazy, man. Yeah. You done cut off all your friends. You can't do a birthday card. And now he said, I couldn't take it anymore. I went off. I told her it was completely normal to have a bromance in a brotherly type of way with a best friend. She wasn't trying to hear it. She demanded that I end the friendship with him. Mm. Wait a minute. What, lady? That's crazy, right? Hey, man, you can't pick my friends. Marjorie can't pick my partners. Dog, I've been knowing these dudes. I know when they come around, they say some stuff that ain't really that cool. I, I told you they were going to say it before they came out here. <laughs> I told her. <laughs> I said, hey, baby, now listen to me. These cats I come up with now, they a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They still hood. They ain't finna change. All right, Steve. Okay, Steve, but he crazy, though. I told you that before he came out here. <laughs> you know, you're the same one I told not to force me to go to my damn niece's wedding, and you made me take my ass up there to my niece's wedding. Now, you in here talking about we got to get out of here. No, we ain't finna get out of here. We finna watch them, all this fiasco <laughs> like I told you. <laughs> now, you trying, you got, you this man ain't finna end this relationship with his boy? Nope. Dog, and that's wrong of you to ask, man. But to avoid conflict with her, I'm, oh, oh, then she also don't want him in our wedding as my best man. That's crazy. Okay, that's crazy. So who gonna be his best man except his best man? You tell him, got to end the friendship and he can't be in the wedding. Man, this ain't gonna be much of a wedding for this dude. I Now, to avoid conflict, I ain't addressed the situation. She don't trust me at all, and I can't start a marriage off like this. I got news for you. You damn sure can. Mm-mm. Because let me tell you something. The only thing that changes after you get married, and I've said this before, the preacher told this to me, is the appearance of your left hand, third finger. Yeah. So, partner, you marry this girl if you want to, but you mm. finna you finna be in an abyss, brother. Finna be a funeral, dog. You finna be. You finna be on the boat and the Kraken gonna come up out the water and you the only one he gonna snatch off the damn boat. Wow. You going down with this one right here. Man, I was talking with a dude today. That's how he was married before. Mm-hmm. He described his marriage. He said he was married to the Kraken. <laughs> he said, man, she just come up out the water and snatch my ass off the boat. <laughs> Dog, this dude, wow. I said, damn. Wow. Dog. He said, man, it's it right. was like living in an abyss. Mm. Wow. And there's a scripture, and I've asked Shirley to send it to me before, but it goes to the tune something like this. I'm not quoting it exactly, but new translation. But it is better to live on the corner of a rooftop of a, of a, a, it is better to live on the corner of a rooftop than inside the house with a quarrelsome woman. Yep. Come on, boy. Mm-hmm. You know how hot it is on that roof? It's Bruh. better to be up there on the hot Bruh. roof. Hot roof, thunderstorming, blizzard. <laughs> it's on. better to be up there on the corner of that roof mm-hmm. than inside the house. With a, with, <laughs> yeah, for real, man, than with a quarrelsome woman. That's the scripture. You finna walk into yep. the hellfire, boy. Yeah. You, <laughs> you finna on. purgatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now she might not have to worry about me having the best man at this point. What can I do to get this woman to stop insulting me and let her know that making demands on me is not cool? 
It's past making the demands on you. She's telling who your friends can be. She's telling me who your best man is. She wants you to end a friendship. What woman really wants her man to end a genuine friendship? When most women know how important it is to have a good friend. The Bible says a friend is often closer than even a brother. My boy, let me tell you something. My boy Greg Calhoun, Greg Calhoun was my dude, man. He was closer to me than my brothers. That scripture is true. So now you, man, my wife loved Greg Calhoun. We all did. Yeah, Absolutely. he was a great guy. He really because was. all of you saw what he was mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dog, I never saw nobody stood for me like this man. I, I ain't seen it. And <laughs> now Marjorie, Marjorie gonna say get rid of Greg. No, she said whenever you going to play golf, take Greg with you. Because she loved him. Mm -hmm. Because she knew what he stood for. He stood for his family, his wife, his grandkids. You go with Greg. She heard him talk about me. Mm -hmm. She said, Steve, that man loved you. So I love him. What woman wants her husband to get rid of a friend when they so hard to come by? Well, she didn't like the fact that he said, love you too, bruh. Bruh. You Mm -hmm. know how many times I said that? Dog, my boy Big Blue called me. He said, I love you, man. I said, I love you, too. Now, we ain't say man, but we said it. Mm-hmm. We used another word, but, you know. He's close yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's, yeah. They they yeah. got major problems. She, hey, man, this ain't counseling. This, walk out, bro. <laughs> I'm well, telling you right <laughs> now. Get out of this. This ain't counseling. <laughs> no, I, I leave. You would just leave, huh? Not, not, bef- yeah. This, this is the biggest warning shot you can get. You finna marry her, yeah. man. You finna walk <laughs> into hell, partner. You going right. to Hades? <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, listen, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in ten minutes, our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood. Proverbs twenty-one and nine. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But right now, Steve, introduce our girl from the talk. Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, man, listen. Chicago (laughs) about to make history because a black woman going to be the mayor. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that's about to happen. Yeah, hate to say it, but the Daily Dynasty is over, you know, because the other brother didn't even make it through the was it the primary or whatever they be doing oh. over there. <laughs> this this is the most excited Shirley Scrubberis since yes, we Harold, elected yeah, Mayor. Harold you better, say, yes, you Harold. knew I was gonna say Harold <laughs> <Yes>. Washington. <laughs> you knew it. Yes. You knew it. And now we got we gonna have two sisters gonna possibly be the mayor. One of I'm not gonna even gonna say which one I want. I'm just excited that it's happening. And don't y'all think that sisters is really showing themselves in politics. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all think yeah. so? Yeah. Definitely. Like that Long sister time. that rolled her eyes when old boy was talking smack at the Cohen hearing <laughs> and everything. <laughs> What's her name? Plaskill. Yeah. And she she rolled her eyes like, you need to shut the... 
<laughs> Thank God the Democrats can uh, walk and chew gum. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. the one that said that. Yeah. The, let me tell you something. The Dem- well, I got to give it up. I'm a Republican, mm-hmm. and our side was whack. Get our side people. was going along to get along. Oh my! I was so embarrassed for our party. I party. went and started talking to a statue of Ronald Reagan. I was so oh. embarrassed for our party. You stupid. <laughs> but the Democrats was on fire. They say ain't nobody asking nothing about what Trump done did and is coming telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And when the dude broke down that every mob case, yes. every a RICO case, would would you have to give everybody back their stuff mm-hmm. if they didn't have somebody to turn? That was yes. yeah, that dude, that that dude. Oh, they said that. that? Yes, they oh, yeah. said that. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Steve. I told he just you that. said that. I told you yeah. that, Steve. Yeah, they yeah, said that. But, but I didn't. But see, I said the same thing this morning. I didn't see that part. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was saying, man. They tripping. That's what we were telling you, Steve. They 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 said. Exact same thing. That's crazy, man. That's right. That's that's ain't it crazy? The craziest stuff in the world. But uh, want me tell you what else is crazy? Mm -hmm. What? Dennis Rodman say he want to help Trump get the Nobel Prize. Ooh, turn my mic what? off right now, cause I'm about to he say everything. Because he's over there with his friend Kim Jong Un, <laughs> and they probably drinking that Crown Royal straight, cause ain't that what Kim Jong Un's drink? Dennis Don't gonna drink? mess around, and his ass gonna be a hostage with the dogs. You let him keep on. Your tall ass gonna be in a prison somewhere messing around with that little crazy ass man. That's that's what I'm talking about, for real, for real. Hey, wait a minute. Let's talk a little entertainment. Well, I guess the investigation ain't going to really get R. Kelly the way some people want. But child support is close by. That's right. Baby. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah, Get man, him in there. Get him in there. $170-some thousand dollars worth of how many that's children that's you got? Dang. <laughs> Dang. They about to get it. Child support, you can't escape child support. Right, you man. might be able to lawyer up around some things, but you're not going to be able to escape child support. Hey, anybody watching the mass single? Yes, girl. That's so yes, no, I like so, it with reality update. Uh-uh. Don't oh, you it. do? Oh, yes. I guess two of them. I would just like to applaud myself, Tommy and Juniors, for two. being one of the clues. Remember one time they thought oh, I was yes, on now? That's right. Yes, Cheryl, they did. They they did. did. They yeah. That's right. Yeah. They sure did. That's when you know you find. We're gonna send Harvey on this, sir. He needs hey, to be on there because uh-huh. he can sing. Mm-hmm. Steve can sing. It's I really know Steve a good can show. sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you sure. know how I know Steve can sing? Stop trying to talk me into crazy stuff. Because no, Steve used fun. to be in the hot towers, coldest group in, <laughs> in TV. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's the funk hits the fans, well, the Carol. The fans. Yeah. Listen to me. Oh, Listen to me. Come you on, better you speak on it. <laughs> Come on, get with me. Yeah. You know what, Steve? Steve, you when should go on Cedric's show, The, the Neighborhood, and, the music and reunite. Jam, well, that's all right. <laughs> Who that's that? that He's good. having a moment, Cheryl. Why you is he having a moment? Yeah. yeah. He should go on The neighbor. Don't don't you think he should go on Cedric's show, The Neighborhood, and they reunite? Anytime love, you reunite love them that too. Show. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, I'm going to go, nice. go on the show in the fall. Oh, oh you really? go on The Neighborhood? Okay. Yeah. I'm that's going to gonna be good. You hey, you know what I, I told I told Cedric, I said you need to fall asleep watching Sanford and Son and let me play Anna Esther. <laughs> <laughs> you official fish eyes fool. That would be Cheryl, so fun. But funny. don't tell it. You gonna tell it, Carlos, you gonna tell it what happened. Yes, I'm going to talk happened. about the winners of the mask in reality update. Okay, know. that's going to be good. Okay. Can I say one thing? Yes, of course. Say it. 
Um, when Michael Jackson died, all the discussion is over for me. That's all uh-huh. I got to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's no, for real. That's how I No, I'm, I'm, I'm going all the way. This is land. a bunch of bull. You know, man, y'all had plenty of time to money. come with this. This is about money, about this doc- documentary. It, it's mm-hmm. all. It's so, I mean, I hope Oprah light their ass up. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure she will. Because mm-hmm. Oprah, you know what? O- Oprah's a smart, oh, yeah. smart interviewer. Yes, absolutely. That's right. She That's ain't right. that. Hey, man, let me tell you something. Oprah Winfrey going to be prepared. Mm-hmm. See, yes. when she do them master classes, mm-hmm. yes. they come in there, man. They this I've done one with her. Lord mm-hmm. have mercy, Jesus. You, you, ain't <laughs> Why no, you ain't, say it like that, Steve? Hey, dog, because they prepared. Uh-huh. They got to have ask you do their research. everything. Yeah. Oh, dog, they got information. Yeah. You can't come That's on right. online. Yeah. Now, you so coming in here with a book about lies? Oh, she uh-huh. done her research. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, like she got that dude that was supposed to be on drugs, remember? And and he wasn't really, he had lied to her. Oh, remember that million book? Little One of the little pieces or little something, piece. the That's name of that right. book. Yeah. Show, show did. Mm-hmm. Look, I know how prepared you got to be when you be with Oprah. I went to the Weight Watchers, didn't know they had homework. Very upset with myself. <laughs> <laughs> you failed the Weight Watchers homework. Yeah, sure. man, I didn't, you know homework. Homework. Sure. I didn't know they sure. had homework at the Weight Watchers. Huh? Sure. Huh? Yes, huh? Are you doing something with weight? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, what's about to happen? No, I'm just asking because we want, we want to promote it. Oh, well, okay. Let me talk to you offline because I can't give up the liquid potato. Now, if you can get me to do that, I'd be a dime piece by the time. He's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. That liquid potato. Yeah, that liquid potato, man. Yeah, that's the man I can't let go of. All right, Cheryl. All right, Cheryl. Thank you so much as always. Uh, we got Carl and her reality update coming up next. Oh, oh right I want to listen. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, let's go. Get ready, y'all. She is here, Carla Farrell. Reality update. Thank you, nephew. All right, here we go. Last night, season finale of The Mask Singer. It's a reality mm. show. It's a singing competition show hosted by Nick Cannon. We love the show. I mean, everybody in the country it's is good. watching this singing competition show. So, last night, season finale, we learned the celebrity identity of the last three singers. The Bee, the Monster, and the Peacock. So, in third place, so you know, the audience got to vote. The studio audience, they got to vote the ranking of the final three contestants. So, in third place, the Bee came in third place. Who do you think the Bee was? Some people thought it was Anita Baker. LeBron James. No, it was a female. Some people thought it was Anita Baker. Some people thought it was Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) What did you say, Steve? He said Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, gosh. I didn't watch Wait, is he right? I don't know. No, he's not right. The B was Gladys Knight. Gladys, Gladys Knight, Knight oh, baby. Okay. Oh, she looked so good last night. And she said the reason mm-hmm. why she did the show was to reinvent herself, Don't you know, just trying new things. So it was really, really good. She's a legend, and all of the judges. So let me ask you something. So the contestants, they actually sing? Yes. These contestants, they're in their costumes, and they get to sing. It's over a 12-week period, and, and they're singing, and they're kind of competing against man. each other. And you don't know so who they, they are. Guess, yeah, you don't know who they are. You kind of think you know by their voices, and they give you clues. All right, so second place, the Peacock. 
Donnie Osmond was the peacock. Donnie Osmond. Donnie Osmond, yes, he was the peacock. And the winner, the monster. Drum roll. Uh-huh. A lot of people thought it was CeeLo. Some people thought it was Jamie Foxx. I thought it was Jamie, Carl. Okay, the monster. The winner was T-Pain. T-Pain was the winner. He fooled everybody. He and can sing. Yes, and that was the thing. That's why he said he, he, yes. was Dog. he was the he monster. He blow. Steve, yes. Really? He, yes, he oh. was singing the whole time. And he said the reason why he did the show was because, you know, when he first came out on the scene, the whole auto-tunes and, you know, the voice box and things like that. So people didn't think he could sing at all. So he turns out to be a really good vocalist. He's so shout good. out to T-Pain. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, you know, some of the other contestants throughout the season, you know, the deer was Terry Bradshaw. Uh, the unicorn was Tori Spelling. Nah. The alien was LaToya Jackson Jr., uh, mm. So the winner receives bragging rights, and then they get the gold, golden mask trophy. And so there you go. That's are. why we're telling you to go on this show, dog. It's Steve, fun. you would kill. Oh, it's you would fun. be so oh, good man. on this oh, show. I didn't know it was on. His walk be too cool. <laughs> no, they, no, 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 you can, what? they can come up with something good. Like uh, Tommy Chong, remember Cheech and Chong? He was the pineapple. On the show, uh, Antonio Brown from the Steelers. He was the hippo. So they could come up with some great costumes for you, Steve. I think you would be so good on this show. You really would. And you can keep that costume costume, and do what they had in that letter we did yesterday, the furries. What's the name of it? The strawberry okay. letter, the furry fetish. Yeah, I, I, I won't be bringing that to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you my wife ain't going do that. Now. She, but she you would have fun on this show, though, dog. Because no, you, no, no, no. you can uh, sing a little bit anyway. Yeah, you could sing, and they would be totally shocked. Yeah, folks would be totally shocked. So anyway, and that dog, was- and sit down, sit down in your costume and play the piano too, and then oh, that sing. Blow that's gonna throw them, dog. Yeah, that would blow more. You have to give okay. them little hints throughout the uh, season who you are, and people can, you know, they can kind of guess, but you don't reveal yourself to the end if you make it each round. Okay, so, so I can so cool. give hints like. Cleveland, like, really? You can say whatever. Like no. Gladys Knight, one of her hints was uh, a peach. You know I what I mean? I do like a, a pimp. No, Moving you on, have let's to do something years. like, like uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, don't, I don't Why understand would you how say to. That? That's <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. No, I, I got yeah. where you were going. With you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. the, that's the hint. All right, let's move on. So I got a question for you guys. Let me break this down. Joe okay. Button. He was mad at Safari because Safari didn't tell him that Safari's current girlfriend is Erica Mina. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Budden, his baby mama, his current girlfriend is Sin. Do you guys remember that Erica Mina and yeah. Sin used to date? Y'all uh-huh. remember that? Oh, yeah. On Love and Hip Hop New York? New York, uh-huh. All right, all right. So all of them, the whole crew, they went on a trip. You know they go on these trips, Steve. Mm-hmm. They went to, they Costa, went to Costa Rica, right? And yeah. Fight. Yes. And fight. Yeah, they just, <laughs> yeah. And argue and all of that. <laughs> yes. Right. So Joe Budden, he was upset at, mm. towards the end of the trip with Safari because he said he asked Safari, was Erica coming on the trip? Joe said that Safari told him, no, she's not coming on the trip. Mm-hmm. So now Joe is saying, yeah, but Safari, I'm looking on social media. I see pictures of Erica chilling at the resort, even though the group never actually saw Erica Mena there. Okay. So Joe was... 
Joe was very upset. He was going in really, really hard. You know, he talks very passionate anyway. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of in your face when he talks yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. So he was ready to fight Safari and all this and all that. So my question to the guys, the fellas, okay. should do you think, and, and Safari's point was, I ain't got to tell you nothing. I ain't got to tell you, you so know, Safari where I'm going. Safari is a girl? Safari is a guy. Safari is a guy. His current girlfriend is Erica Mena. Joe, Joe Button is dating Sin, his baby mama. Mm-hmm. Sin and Erica Mena had a relationship. These two women had okay, a relationship. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hey, Carla, okay. Have, have you heard that they're supposed to be married, okay, that they up. secretly got married? Uh, Safari. Hey, and yes, I've Sin. heard yeah. that as rumors, too, oh. as well, Shirley. So the question to the fellas is, do you think Safari should have told Joe that his girl Erica was coming as a heads up for Joe and Sin. Not if we ain't friends. I ain't telling you nothing. They are friends, mm-hmm. though. That's the that's, thing. They that's, are friends. That's how Joe was upset. Yeah. Yes, because he felt like if Nicki Minaj, Joe was saying, because, you know, Safari used to go with Nicki Minaj. So if he Nicki don't, Minaj He don't down, know that his boy dating her? Yeah, but he didn't know that she was bringing him on the trip because he told him he wasn't uh, at the time. That's no, that's he should have got a heads up on yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. That's Joe's. Yeah, you got to go. Up. Hey, partner. Hey, ask the fellas. Uh, just so you know, I'm bringing. Yeah, you got to do yeah. that. Though. I'm bringing yeah. your girlfriend's yeah. ex-girlfriend, that's which is up. my current girlfriend. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's respect. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, ain't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I'm bringing your girl's ex-girlfriend, who my girl now, on a trip, and all four of us going to be sitting around looking crazy. Man, I don't even want to do this, actually. I don't want to go. Like, man, get the hell out of here. That's why she asked the guys. That's why I asked y'all. Uh-huh. All right. Hit me up at Lips by Carla. We can talk about it socially. Shirley, we'll be back at 20 after. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Carla, before we went to break, we were talking about um, Love & Hip Hop New York and uh, Safari and Erica Mena, who are a couple now, and and it's rumored that they're married. You were talking about it in your uh, reality update. And you asked the guys a question. Right, Shirley. I asked the guys a question. So, again, to review, Safari, Erica Mena, they're dating, or we don't know if they're married, but on the show, they're dating Love & Hip Hop New York. Now, Erica Mena used to go with Joe Button's current baby mama, his girlfriend. Or fiance. Her, or um, fiance or whatever. Her name what's is her Sin. Name? Sin. 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 Okay, well, mm-hmm. that fit. Like Cynthia. Sin. Oh, okay. I thought you said Sin. <laughs> Erica and Sin, Sin. used to. They yeah. used to date. Yeah. That was they used to date. Yeah, yeah, they that had a relationship. Had a relationship. And yeah. so who, Joe Button's is the other dude? Yes. Mm-hmm. He is and Sin's Safari. baby daddy. They yes. pot. They parted. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they and Joe Buttons. Yeah, yes. Erica and Sin used to used to lay around with each other. They used to date. Yeah, they, they were to date. I said yeah. that. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. so, Ooh, I need to so they went so on, on a trip. On the trip, I got to worry about where my woman going. Is yeah, she yeah. going with this other woman? And y'all going to so the she... spa for what? <laughs> <laughs> huh? You ain't going to no damn about. spot with her. <laughs> That's four hours, ain't it? All this couple's <laughs> massage and all that. You ain't finna do that. But yeah. you would do the same thing with if it was a dude. Y'all finna get yeah. in the same water. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And do what? <laughs> you ain't going down there. No, all down. they got is a Wait, towel. Oh, oh, That's oh, all they wear is a towel, ain't it? Oh, excuse me? Excuse uh-huh. me. I'm down. You going shopping where? <laughs> you can't <laughs> leave the room. You ain't going shopping with her <laughs> down there trying on clothes. Yeah. I wish I would look over there and see y'all in the same fitting room. 
Yeah. I know you're not that insecure that she can't even leave the hotel. You better not go no damn way. Yeah. What you mean you go into the bathroom? Our bathroom? <laughs> who, who in there? But I am with the guys, though. I think Safari should have told The me. hell y'all Let's doing a, down there yeah. on that beach all morning? Uh-uh. Walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, walking. Yeah. Uh, and no. talking. Yeah, she walking so, all close to her for I saw your arm brush your arm. Oh my god. <laughs> but the issue was that that Safari did not tell Joe yeah. that Eric, he changed his mind about Erica coming. What you knocking Safari- saying off of her for? <laughs> Will you stop? Yeah. yeah. Saying mm. on her ain't your business. <laughs> you just saying on her butt. <laughs> Crazy. So- Make no Joe sick. felt like I can't Safari even enjoy this vacation mind. watching y'all. Are you quite done, sitting up Dad? in here? We can't we can't get our room on the same floor. It's got to be well, you got to be on the opposite end. But they you were guys. already there. She came later. Yeah. Erica joined the group later. Cause it's who is what? it? Who is it? Who is it's girlfriend? Who is that? It better not be who I think it is. <laughs> oh hey Joe, what's happening, man? Joe <laughs> <laughs> Button, baby, what's happening? <laughs> Y'all are stupid. I'm finna take a shower. I'm finna leave this door wide open. You need to be where I can see you. Okay? They gonna see me long. I'll be out the middle. Hey, Safar. I love to go down and have a cigar with you, but I can't. Why? Why can't you? You know, know? good in hell, where we can't leave them two up here. <laughs> we need to smoke in the room. They're over. <laughs> They've broken Yeah, that up. was they're past. Done. That was yeah, in the past. They're, they're done. Done. I don't care. They're over I had now. exes I've been back to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys, get it together. <laughs> They're going to be all right. Everything's fine. All right, look, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> right after this. You guys are crazy. Mean You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Michael Cohen, the president's former personal lawyer, testified before the House Oversight Committee on Capitol Hill. He's been convicted for previously lying to Congress as part of an investigation into Russia's alleged involvement in the 2016 election. Republicans have repeatedly questioned Cohen's credibility and suggested his only reason for agreeing to testify is to help himself. Michael Cohen warned the GOP slash Republicans not to protect the president. Take a listen. I did the same thing that you're doing now for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I protected Mr. Trump for 10 years. And I can only warn people, the more people that follow Mr. Trump, as I did blindly, are going to suffer the same consequences that I'm suffering. And when Mr. Trump turned around early in the campaign and said... I can shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. I want to be very clear. He's not joking. He's telling you the truth. You see, you don't know him. I do. I sat next to this man for 10 years, and I watched his back. Everybody's job at the Trump Organization is to protect Mr. Trump. Every day, most of us knew we were coming in, and we were going to lie for him on something. And that became the norm. And that's exactly what's happening right now in in this country. And it's exactly what's happening here in government, sir. Wow. Boom! Okay. Oh, that's wow. I didn't get to watch right. none of this right here. Oh, it was right. so good. Ooh, it was, it was good. so good. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mm-hmm. believe everything he said. Everything. Yesterday. Because why everything. would he lie now? He has nothing to lose. Yes. Nothing. He's already going to prison. 
I wish Trump had to sit in there while all this was going on. Oh, you know he planned to be out of the country now. Hey, man, I'm telling you, this guy, if you don't think that all of this is orchestrated, if you don't think his team, they knew for a month that this was his testimonial day. Yeah, yeah, Steve, right. They put this summit together within the last 30 days. How Come convenient. On, yeah. Let's go over here and try to do something good to distract from his testimony. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that they're, they're, that they're that cunning, you don't understand how these people are who have money, man. And Steve, you're so right. I, I was kind of mad at the Democrats, though, because I just didn't feel like they were going for the jugular. Like they just being dirty. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know, because go it's for like, it. Yeah, it's a fight. I mean, this is a fight. Let's go. Let's let's well, meet the Republicans. We don't want to hit them the too same, hard now. Let's yeah, be aggression, nice. Aggression, you know? Right. But they yeah. were trying to get information. They Republicans really were. were emotional and just kept trying to defend the president. And I yeah. think that's why Michael Cohen said what he said. Okay, you see where your loyalty going to get right. you. Y'all just right. gonna keep riding with him. <laughs> right. Let's see what happens. He, Cohen, didn't Cohen say he would take a bullet for the president? Mm. He did. Yeah. Yeah. That's loyal. Wow, Steve. Oh, that's ride or die. You know what, man? Let me that's tell you ride something. or die right yeah, there. No well, that's what I'm saying. And <laughs> yeah. hey, let me tell you something, man. It's, uh, my family, I'm taking bullets for. My family. Oh, Tommy. You're his nephew. You better, you better take that bullet. <laughs> but that's loyalty, though. I mean, he's, that's loyalty right there. And, but he and lost the, everything because of his loyalty yeah. to this man. And, the, and who didn't show him the same loyalty, who abandoned him. They better him. take heed to what he's saying, yeah, though. They better they, listen, yeah. man. And Cohen is due to report to prison in May for his three-year prison sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right, uh, coming up next, our last break of the morning, Steve Harvey's closing remarks, and we'll be right back at 49 After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Last break of the day. This has been a good morning. A lot of stuff to talk about this morning. Mm-hmm. Wow, that Michael Cohen testimony. Woo! And then he'll do Seven another one. Uh, yeah, he'll do another one today, right? But this will be behind closed doors. Behind closed this doors. will be private, yeah. Watch this. No, he's exhausted. Yeah, he has to be. That, that's seven a, hours. Seven, over that's seven hours? Time. Yeah. Over seven With hours. a grilling like he took from the Republicans. But he, but, but he was cold, though. Yeah, he was. Yes. He, he had he's his thing together. You know, he's a lawyer. The dude, mm-hmm. the dude was strong. He was yeah. better than I, Kavanaugh, I tell you that. Yeah. I actually liked the dude. Yeah. He was believable yeah. and uh, everything. Yeah. I, I would really think he picked up a lot of fans after this. Mm-hmm. I respect him for standing in front. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. right. All right uh, we're ready, Steve, for your closing remarks. Well, you know, today, man, is something that I, I, I was uh, that was brought to my attention. I told you I do my morning meditation, and uh, this morning, man, I got up a little early and I was going over some stuff, and I was doing some reading. Uh, 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 this Christian, uh, what am I saying? She, uh, this lady on the job gave me as a Christmas gift, uh, like oh, the this, devotional. Yeah, this mm-hmm. devotional book, and um, the name of the book is Jesus Calling. Uh, you know, but when I talk to people, I talk to people of all faiths. I'm not trying to ram my belief down your throat. I believe that God is real. I believe that there is one God. So, you know, what you call him is your business. But that's just my belief. There's one God. We serve him in different ways. It's not my judgment call to make a call on anybody's way that they choose to serve him. As long as you serve the true and living God, that's all that matters to me. 
So I'm talking to everybody, but one of the things I was learning today, and I, and I don't know if some of you, well, yes, you are, because we're all guilty of it. And it's something that I learned, that we all have to stop judging and evaluating ourselves. I want you to understand what I was reading this morning and learning, that we all got to stop judging and evaluating ourselves because that's not your role. Your role is not to judge or evaluate yourself. And I do it all the time, man. But let me tell you what it does. And, and, and also, not only are we not supposed to judge and evaluate ourselves, here's the big culprit. We should all stop comparing ourselves to other people. That's a huge danger, man. And once again, I'm guilty of it too. This one was a tough one for me to learn. To not judge and evaluate yourself because I was always taught to self-evaluate yourself so you learn how to improve. But if you self-evaluate yourself to where it's a detriment to you moving forward, you're doing yourself a disservice with your evaluation. Because in your evaluation, if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people, what this does is when you compare yourself to other people, Check this out. It produces feelings of pride or inferiority. This is what I learned this morning. Because if you notice it, if you compare yourself to people who, let's say, got more than you, or dress better than you, and live in a better neighborhood than you, and make more money than you, then guess what? you sometimes produce a feeling of inferiority and you are not inferior to this person. But here's the other one. If you compare yourself to somebody who has less than you, you develop a sense of superiority and you ain't superior to nobody. Man, God knows what he's trying to teach us. That's the cold part, man. And like I say, look, I ain't no perfect Christian. I ain't the dude, man. I'm, I'm just telling you real how I'm trying to get better in my life, in my in my walk as a human being on this planet while I'm while I'm here. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to better myself with 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 the stuff that's coming my way. And if I can share with you all what I'm learning, man, then that's just my mission. Those of you that don't accept it, I ain't ramming it down your throat. Turn your station. Do you, dog? Go, go where you going. I ain't trying to be mean to you. I'm doing uplifting, empowering stuff. I ain't telling you to join in with me and hate this or hate that. I'm saying these are things we could do. If we stop judging and evaluating ourselves, and if we stop comparing ourselves to other people, because guess what? God made you uniquely you. You, He tailor-made you. Everybody's different. Your path, your walk, your journey is different from everybody else's. Stop letting people put you under their microscope, too. You know, well, when I did it this way, this is what I did. You doing it that way, you wrong. Ah, they don't know. They don't know. And you don't know. But here's what I do know. We are all uniquely made by our creator. He made all of us. This is how different we are. Do you know that God is so powerful that there are no two human beings with the same fingerprint? Hold up, man. Wrap your mind around that. What is it, six, eight billion people on the earth? And none of them have the same fingerprint 
there have been billions of people who have died and ain't none of them have the same fingerprint as you? That's how unique God made you. So why are you comparing yourself to somebody else? Put your focus on him, what he trying to do with you in your life, and go on and have yourself a great life. Stop comparing yourself to other people. It's like putting your fingerprint up next to theirs, talking about look at how much the same we are. You're not. And God intentionally made you that way. And that's a good thing. You being different is good. Those are my remarks today. Drop it. I like it. Mm-hmm. You better speak, boy. Yeah. Just, just get with yourself, though. That's right. Speak up in him, boy. So get with you. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Come on, man. Do you. You, you. If you just put your focus on you, that's, man, your best chance to succeed. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 